A couple of years ago, I was in a clothing store across from Morden's Restaurant, the famous celebrity watering hole and eatery in West Hollywood. It was near dusk on a beautiful Indian summer day. I was killing time before a dinner engagement, watching the pretty girls and shopping for nothing when a woman's voice called out, Jay! I looked. It was Kathy Hilton of the Hotel Hiltons. Back in the 90s when I was married, my wife and I used to double date with Kathy and Rick. We'd meet them for dinner. My wife was a social climber, and it meant everything to her to be able to tell her friends, Oh, the Hiltons joined us last night at Spago, as if the Hiltons gave a damn. The relationship between the Hiltons and the Bernsteins was brief. I was married for about 30 seconds. Meanwhile, Kathy and Rick, once a noted couple on the social circuit of Beverly Hills, Manhattan, and other hot spots of media interest, had succumbed to age and maturity. They were known now as the parents of Paris and Nikki. Kathy and I chatted a moment about old times, of which neither of us remembered much, and then she said, Jay, why don't you manage Paris? I hardly knew who Paris was. This was before her sexploitation video, and what little I knew about her came from the scandal sheets, which meant I knew nothing. She and her sister were yellow journalism fodder because they were rich and their name was Hilton. What's Paris up to? I asked. Kathy gave me an update. Paris had done this and she was going to do that. I was intrigued. My claim to fame was managing entertainment careers, optimizing the potentials of would-be stars. I had three criteria garnered from decades of experience. One, a client had to have talent. Two, she had to have a physical quality that appealed to me personally. And three, she had to have a vehicle, a platform from which a career could be launched. Suddenly, Kathy said, Paris, Paris, come here. Paris came. She was not a naturally beautiful girl, but she had exotic features that were somehow attractive. This is Jay Bernstein, the star maker, explained Kathy. He created Farrah Fawcett and... I didn't create anyone, I interrupted. I guided them through the showbiz jungle. I took them from a level six to a level ten. It was my pat explanation, partly true, partly false. The truth was, in my prime, I had a Midas touch. If I said to someone, this one's going to be a star, they didn't argue with me. What I said, however, was unimportant because Paris was in her own world. I watched her. She puffed a cigarette like an automaton. Her blue eyes darted about, often to her own reflection in a big mirror on the wall as her mother spoke. I had no idea if Paris had talent, but talent is only one ingredient in the recipe for stardom. She was like a nervous bird fluttering her wings, not a beautifully plumed cardinal or blue jay, more like a sparrow. Her attention span was so short she could hardly finish a laugh. She had no redeeming quality that appealed to me. What she had was a television reality show, a vehicle. Unfortunately, reality shows seldom showcase star appeal. They are dumbing-down endeavors, reaching for the lowest common denominator of an audience. Kathy kept talking, Paris kept smoking and looking at herself in the mirror. Her resume sounded as empty as a vacuum. 
She reminded me of Zsa Zsa Gabor, whom I had represented many years before as her publicist. Zsa Zsa had been married to the Hilton, Conrad, Paris's great-grandfather. But Zsa Zsa had never been a star, only a celebrity famous for being famous. While Kathy kept talking, Paris fluttered her wings and flew away. She wasn't interested in being managed. In her mind, she was a star already. Just read the tabloids. Her name was Hilton, and that seemed enough, along with her inheritance, to sustain her image.